This is the Curious Conversation. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Oh, it's all audio, buddy. Just so you know. Okay? <laughs> You're like, what? And, and I'm recording on something separate. Wow, wow. Is the cure is a conversation. Um, why do I call it the cure is a conversation? Because I believe that conversation can heal, and if not be the end and all about healing, it can definitely lighten the load and validate your voice and let you know that your story is important. So we have a fabulous guest that I am going to introduce to our, my my audience, the cure audience. Is that you that's listening? So we're going to let her get right into introducing herself. And like I say, blase, blase means tell your story. So please go ahead, darling, tell your story. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me here. So yeah, my name is Kirsten Fowler. I just mm. wrote a book that just mm. came out in July. It's called Family, Faith, and Fragile Eggs. Mm. The rough story of a mother of three special needs children. Um, I actually have four kids all together. Mm. And my oldest does not have fragile eggs. My three youngest do. Mm. And um, we live in Utah. And I have a husband as well mm. who is just my rock. Love him. Mm. He helps me with so many things. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know what I do without him. And uh, we have a different life than, you know, the typical person. I think that's partly why I wrote my book is um, just to kind of show what it's like to be a mother of special needs children and mm. the, the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and also the hopeful. So, um, yeah, I'm just glad that I can be here and share my story with everybody and hopefully help them get some hope as well in their journey. You know, thank you for, for sharing your life, Kristen. Kristen, right? Kirsten. 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 Sorry, Kirsten. Yeah. I apologize. I apologize. Um, thank you again for being here. You know, um, I earlier on, just before in listening audience, we were just talking and I was saying that I was a nanny and I was uh, I was blessed to have such a great lesson um, from this wonderful nine year old who has cerebral palsy. And but I remember most was her mother. And how her mother seemed really disappointed in not having a, say, normal child. And I remember trying to say, you know, she's just, you know, and I, I couldn't really empathize. I can empathize with her, but I couldn't, I felt her. I felt like, yeah, I see, you know, you must have some interesting conversations with God. <laughs> so from your perspective, what was it like, you know, um, you know, you've had your child and then you hear, guess what? What what is you going through your mind? What do you what's what's your mental state at? Um, at the time with my first child mm. Isaac, who has fragile X, when I first found out, it was mm. devastating. Right. You know, I'm gonna be just completely honest. I was devastated. I was I went into a deep depression. Um, I realized from that point that uh, my life was going to change. Uh, forever, and <clears throat> that I would never be an empty nester. You know, that right. he would be with us. And I realized that he would have a different life than what I first thought. And um, and it, it may sound dramatic, but we sometimes we mothers we we compare it to almost like a death because you're losing the child that you thought you would have. Right. Um, you know, and all, all those dreams that you had of of them doing you know different things and marriage and all of those things. But um, 
on the other hand, my husband was so positive, and he mm. said, nothing has changed, he is still our son, and we love him, and I thought, you know what, that's true, you know, and he helped me get okay. through some things, um, as well as relying on God, um, which is why I talk about faith in my book as well, because that's also how I got through it, but I mean, it's really difficult when you first get that diagnosis, but... Um, having said that, there's also lots of joy in the journey. You know, mm. Isaac is just so funny. He has the best sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. And so you have wonderful times. And I just, oh, I love and adore him and all of my children. Mm. And, you know, I wouldn't change it. You know, I, I, they're just the way they are. Oh, you know, I, I, I love that um, because a lot of, a lot of people, especially the mother that I was working with, she was very scared. She really, she got into a depression. She was very sad. And I, un I understood um, why she would question her own faith, why she would question God. Um, did you find yourself at any point going, okay, God, this is, this is, no, like, <laughs> I agree with you because I, I know that there are some me and God had some knockdown fights. Let me. Yeah. And I have a dog, so if my dog could talk, it would be a whole other conversation right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you know. Pause for the cause. A queen, the divine original, called Marshall. C-A-L-M Marshall, a calming moment where you can sit back and reflect at the information that you just heard. And also the three P's, pen, pencil, and paper, so you can jot down what vibrates with your inner core. Also, please be aware of your surroundings, because mental health means to always be aware of the beauty that surrounds you. Also, this is a great time to grab a beverage, water, juice, so we can keep the positive flow of vibration going throughout your body. Thank you for listening to this Queen Be Divine original commercial, a moment in the podcast to just take a deep breath and reset. So let's get back into The Cure is the Conversation. Unpause for the call. 
This is the Cure Is Conversation. This is the Cure Is Conversation. Blase, blase. Everybody has to earn their crown. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine. Blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation. Blase, blase. Blase, blase. Kirsten Fowler, I just wrote a book gives us um ways out so we can release that tension that we can say what we need to without having the repercussion of being judged because it's human to say you know you have an expectation you wanted an apple tree and you got a grapevine and you're like but i like grapes but i asked for an apple (laughs) (laughs) i get Because, you know, wine is delicious. I can make wine out of this. So, you know, you you learn ways to get through it. What are the tips that you can share with parents who are going through this to balance their mental health? Because you do have to take care of you in all of this. Because, yes, your three little angels or four little angels um, are, are needing your love and expertise, but you do also need to take care of yourself. What do you do to keep yourself, Kirsten, so balanced and gorgeous, I tell you? Looks can be deceiving. wholeheartedly agree with that um i realized that in on my journeys when i i did meet people who 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 needed the extra help um that was one of the things that we did especially with the little girl that i was working we i made sure that i took her out and i didn't give her any breaks i was i was like girl i know what you think is wrong with you but there's nothing wrong with you and she would look at she would look at me and go what and I would make sure like she knew that you're not getting that you're not getting away with nothing just because you're sitting in a wheelchair and we had and I knew she understood me she had a way 
of really like I remember her mom would feed her through a bottle because her mother thought you know she couldn't she had swallowing issues and I said have you tried you know with the spoon and she's like oh no and I remember doing that with her and she kept spitting at me she kept spitting at me in my face and I said oh I know you know what's go you're going in there and I remember and I know I took some water and I sprinkled in her face I said every time you spit at me I'm gonna sprinkle water on you and she looked at me and she started giggling because I knew she she unlocked the secret. She was like, you catch me. I'm like, I see you in there, you little cute little angel. And I remember that, you know what I mean? And and I think I think that's the most important thing, a lesson I learned that I don't treat, I'm not going to treat you differently because you're still like, what's one of the greatest lessons you learned from your children? Oh, so many lessons. So many lessons, so little time. Yeah. <laughs> Australia. So that's why the position ended. Um, but I remember this little girl and I would sit there and sometimes and I'm going to be straight up with you. Sometimes a mother would say, I'm going to be late. Maybe the, maybe 10 minutes. I'm supposed to be going home and she'll call me. She goes, can you stay another hour, two hours? And I'd get off the phone and Rosalie would be there. And I'd be like, Rosalie, your mama is just on my nerve. And she would giggle and she would giggle. I'm like this woman. And, and when her mother came home, I said, I, her mother would go, are you okay? And I said, Oh, Rosalie, you know I love being here. And she would giggle because she knew that I was like just. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love their sense of humor. <laughs> they knew. She knew that. She's like, if only I could talk to my mother, I'd tell her. I'm like, no, you don't. And we would giggle about that. She, she, she really taught me to really love what I have. Just yeah, love. 
yeah, just love what I have. And not because I have two working arms, two working legs and so forth and so forth. Am I better than you? I am no better than you. No. And she really played, she really, I, I tell you that it, if we learn inclusion into this in, in, in education, we would be a lot, a lot grander. And that's why I love that you wrote a book about it. Tell me about the process about writing a book. Like how long did it take? Um, and you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I actually did my rough draft in 30 days. I just woo, got it mm. right out there. And mm. then it probably took just over a year to really get it out mm. and um, on Amazon and everything. Mm. But it is quite the process. Um, partly I had, um, you know, I thought about it for a while before. And I, I had a few things that I'd written down. And I just, you know, one day I sat down with my husband like you know you should write a book because our life is just so crazy and whenever we tell people the stories they're just so surprised and I'm right. like oh but I don't have time you know like I can't do this but then somebody came along like you who came and was being a caregiver for my son mm. and you know freed up a little bit more time for what I would like to do right. and, and that was sure a blessing and, and then I was able to really work on my book and it was it was really hard, though, because, I mean, I call it a raw story for a reason. I, I do tell it like it is. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was it was really hard to relive some of those things. And I think mm -hmm. I had a little bit of PTSD going back. Yeah, but um, it was also nice to reflect on how far my kids have come to see that they it's, – it's slow growth, but it's growth right. still, you right. know. And, you know, we – we just love to see all of that growth. It, it comes in little bits, right. but we celebrate it so much more, you know? Yes. And so I think the book has been just really good for me to get out, you know, have that conversation, like you're saying. That yeah. was kind of like my way of getting it out there. So it's therapeutic for me, although it was difficult. Right. But then in doing so, I've been able to help other people in their journeys. And so that's been super rewarding and mm -hmm. It's just been so fun to get my story out there. Mm, and thank you for sharing that story because I know a lot of people still need that lesson. I think it's an ongoing lesson that we we can learn that we're um, our spirits are equal. And yes, the body may come in a different form, shape, or color, but that's just to to manifest what the great divine wants for us, right? Just to right. just to walk it out. I think I think God gets a little bored. I Have you found the one? Join Blunt Reflections in association with Sologamous.com. Celebrating sologamy. What is sologamy? Marrying yourself. The ceremony of marrying yourself. Recommit to yourself all over again. Allow Blunt Reflections to create a wonderful dynamic keepsake to signify your journey into realization how much and how important self-love is. Each sologamy package includes two videos, one for your computer and one for your phone. Also included are vows personalized for your journey and the certificate of authentication saying that you have started the journey of self-love. Also, it will be dazzled. Oh my God. And just like the journey 
itself up is each video contains dynamic pictures to inspire you on a journey of self-love, which you can use for your phone or any backdrop to celebrate your journey of self-love. So go ahead, join BlindReflections.com and celebrate it loving yourself all over again. Do you want to get married? I tell you, the voice from within says yes. Because remember, you are loved. So celebrate that journey at bluntreflections.com. Sign up today and let's begin the journey of self-love. It's a logamous life. Walk alone. This is the Cure Is Conversation. This is Kirsten Fowler. I just wrote a book that just came out in July. It's called Family Base and Fragile Eggs. do if I was white and brown hair and had three kids and da, da, da. what would I <laughs> what would I do if I was a black woman talking to a white woman what would I and, and I think this is what God does like because I want to see what I would do if I was all these different people um and and, and and that's how I see life and when we start doing that you know I think we can love the world more um a lot a lot of times even if you know I watching this little girl in her her mother i realized she didn't have a strong support system how is important that how important is ha, has your husband been to the journey and the, the people that are surrounding you in helping these angels become who they need to be oh it is huge um so i have there's a few things so i have my husband mm. who has been you know my backbone just helping me all along the way helping me be positive and um, along with my health issues as a carrier I have different health issues that I deal with and so he's really understanding with those Um, I also have my family and because fragile X is a genetic disorder I have other family members that have it and so I feel like as a family it's brought us together and we actually we really get each other Mm. and we understand that you know when somebody's running around and they're being crazy or somebody's yelling during room when we're trying to have quiet time or whatever, like we all just kind of get in and it's fine and we love them, you know? And so I think my family has been huge, but also my church community is a huge part of how we function. You know, they were there to help me when I didn't have anybody, they would come and take turns, you know, giving me a break and then they would come and do meals to give me a break. Um, you know, and, and they're also very accepting when we go to church, which is huge because um, there's been other times when we don't really feel accepted where we are. And, and it, mm. when you go to church and it's supposed to be reverent and you're supposed to be learning and your kids are screaming, right? And, you know, it's hard to feel like you're going to fit in there. But where we live right now, our community and especially like those in my church community have really, really been amazing and so accepting and loving. They're always you know, trying to help my kids and interact with them and talk with them, you know, just right. how you should, right? Yeah, right, right. And so, um, yeah, so it's been really great to have all of that support. Plus we have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we have our caregivers that have been there for us mm-hmm. that allow us to go on dates and, you know, just get nice. away once in a while. Plus they're really great for my kids. My kids love them, you know, and that's, that makes a huge difference, you yes. know, because when mom's away, there's, there's got to be somebody that's going to have fun and love them, right. you know. 
so yeah all of that support is so huge it, it just makes all the difference Mm, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's one of the things I noticed is like support is a big deal. You can walk this life alone. Like it says somewhere in the Bible, my mom was a religious. She was very religious. I learned in the art of spirituality, inclusive and all that stuff. But I remember, you know, there's something in Peter that if one falls down, one falls down, but if two, if two, if you're cut, if they're yoked together, it's harder to pull both people down. So I've always noticed that, that support is one of the ways that we can get through this life. And I congratulate you for being such, you know, and I know you said it looks sad to see it, but you look happy, girl. You look well, you know, your hair is all flowing. The sunshine's be behind you. You <laughs> You you do it well, even if after you get off the camera, you're just like, oh my god, you're doing it well, like you know. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> take a breath. Yeah, take your take a breath. You're doing well. Um, you know, um, another thing I'd like to you know, like a lot, like the listening audience says, you know, here's a conversation. What was your childhood like? Because I know you said that you've had the. It's been a you know your your childhood was you're used to taking care of and loving people and all that because you come from a loving, what was your childhood like? Yeah, I had a really great childhood. Mm. My parents are amazing. In mm. fact, they're here right now watching my youngest. Oh, <laughs> hey mama. Hey dad, what's up? <laughs> yeah, super helpful. Um, we grew up, I actually grew up on a farm. It was a dairy farm oh, wow. and we were, you know, we weren't, the most rich people and yeah. I think it was good it helped us to be humble and really stick together and just find things to do around home that right. was fun you know we didn't ever go on vacations or anything like that um but when I was actually 10 years old my oldest sister had her first son and that oh. was the one that we first found out that had fragile X. right and I feel like as a family we all kind of rallied around each other as um, as sisters, when we all found out, like, we're carriers of this, right. and this could, you know, this is going to change things, and it brought a whole new dynamic to to our family life, right. um, but I think it's been, overall, it's been enriching, you know, it's, it's been better, hmm. and I think the way that our parents raised us was always with love, hmm. and yeah, always, always, and I think as a mother now, that's mm -hmm. one of the things I focus on is just that love. Like Damn no matter what happens, you love them. Oh wow, your parents did a great job. Thanks, Mama. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you, you many, my, my, many people in the listening audience may not know what Fragile X is. Can you give us a little background on what Fragile X is? Yes. So Fragile X is a genetic disorder. Um. It's on the X chromosome, so the X actually appears fragile, making it, you know, mm. the, where the name becomes fragile X. Mm. It's, I usually pertain it to um, autism because that's, it actually is the most common form of inherited autism. Right. So, um, my son actually has a dual diagnosis of autism and fragile X. Okay. But... They do have some facial uh, things that kind of define the way they look, you know. Okay. But not everybody has it as much as others. Right. It's right. Not, it's a, yeah. So they have um, they can have big ears, uh, a prolonged, you know, a longer prominent forehead, right, and a longer face. Um, 
And as far as, I would say one of the harder things is the behavior. Um, they have a lot of behavioral issues, um, mm-hmm. aggression, um, you know, defiant and ODD type stuff. Right. And, but they don't have a lot of medical issues usually, right. which is, which is, uh, I'm really grateful for. Yeah, amen to that. Know? Amen. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Because um, I know that other people deal with uh, special needs plus all of the um, health issues as well. Right. So, um, yeah. And one thing that's different with Fragile X, I actually think it's the biggest difference when I tell people what the difference is between autism and right. Fragile X is that it's genetic. So it's in your family, and also because the carriers um, have issues as well, oh. which that's not usual. Interesting. Um, usually, okay. Yeah, usually they don't have any symptoms, but we actually are more prone to autoimmune disorders and anxiety and depression and all of those fun things that we get to deal with while we're trying to take care of our kids. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's fragile X in a really small nutshell. It is small. Yeah, I... But, I, you know, I, I love you, you, you don't, I mean, again, looks are deceiving. Thank God you've got support. But I tell you, 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 <laughs> you, you, when you talk about it, you, you're really talking from a, from a place of healing because sometimes you can hear people still a little bit angry at God or a little bit angry at the world or a little bit, you can hear the tinge and it's okay if you're still angry. That's, it's just the way it is. But I can I can really hear that you're really you're looking at it and you're taking looking at it as a very healing, um, you know, a healing experience. You know, somebody one of my mentors, what you know, said when I had all this stuff, whatever happened to me, um, I say, why me, why me? And maybe go, why not you? And I'm like, oh, stop it, your wise words, blah. <laughs> but you you really look at it and you go, why not me? Like you know what you were you were you seem like the perfect. It, it, when it comes to these kids, of course, you really know how to love them so they can become the best version of who they need to be. And you have all that. So I just want to say thank you for shining your light and doing that for everyone who needs that. Because a lot of people would see a situ- like, situation like this and give up. Now, before we get to a place where we can say, where we can tell our audience where we can find them, do all your kids have fragile X? Um, three out of the four. So the fourth one, is there any, you know, how do they, are they compatible? Do they get mad at each other? You know what I mean? What is it like? Oh, yeah. Good question. Um, so my oldest daughter, she does not have fragile X. Right. And then she has three siblings and they all have fragile X. And so I think there are times that she feels a little, you know, left out and what, are, what other families are like and right. what it would be like to have a typical sibling. Right. But on the other hand, she is seriously an angel. She she plays with them oh, and wow. loves them and advocates for them. She's just amazing. And, you know, in the beginning, when they were younger, um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Billy, and then mm. Isaac, they would fight a lot, honestly, mm. because Isaac was really aggressive, and we were still trying to figure out how to help him. And so I think for a little bit, their relationship wasn't that great. Right. But as time has gone on and we've gotten Isaac some help, it's really become something that, you know, they love each other. They just have Aww. kind of this understanding. Right. You know, Isaac doesn't talk a whole lot, but 
he'll repeat almost everything that Millie says. Aww. It's just, she loves it. It's so cute. It's so yeah. funny. And my other daughters, the, the one is six, yeah. and then the other is four, and they're just buddies. But sometimes, oh, they get into trouble. <laughs> they do the same things when I'm not looking. Yeah. So they are like partners in crime. But they do get along really well. Um, in fact, I would say that they fight less than the typical siblings. Like, they are really good with one another. Of course, when they do have their time, they're, they have their meltdowns. But I would say as siblings, they have a pretty good relationship, which is such a blessing. I love to see them play with one another. It just always puts a smile on my face. You uh, you are so encouraging because I know a lot of people. And, you know, in this day and age, a lot of things because um, when I was a little kid, you know, little things like peanut allergies didn't 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 exist. You know, now it, everybody has, you know, some kind of allergy. I don't know what is going on. So, you know, it's it, yeah. things have changed. So you're I believe that however God is, however you perceive it, God's sending down all these little angels who we like to, you know, people label them. But I think it's just so we can have a higher level of love and learn how to love just better there's such a thing um and i love your story and and, and i encourage you know i i just I, I encourage you to keep telling it because people really need to know that it doesn't life doesn't have to end if you get a child that is not what you ordered so to speak <laughs> so, so please tell people where they can find you and where they can connect with you and hear more of your story this is the curious conversation Hey, I was just wondering if you were interested in learning more mental health tips to helping you become the best version of who you want to be, to encourage you that change can happen anytime and it doesn't always have to be negative. Do you want to learn from people just like you who've had stories and situations that they have overcome and still are going on the journey? Well, The Cure is a conversation, has guests just like that, who share their story to inspire you to continue the journey to be the best version of you. So we'll, why don't you join me and become a monthly subscriber, and you will have access to these fascinating and wonderful people and their story, and get to listen to me as host of The Cure is Conversation. Come share the joy, transparency, and the victory of success because you define your success and these stories, they will help you to see that, hey, you're already there. Just keep going. Look forward to being with you and sharing the stories with you. so much Kirsten I thank you so much for sharing your time for sharing your story and your journey and for shining your light onto the world because I really believe that our journeys are meant to be shared so we can help maybe another avoid a pitfall um you know and and live the best life so 
cure is a conversation audience please check out kirsten check out the links below i will leave all her information in the description box and remember like i always say if you're looking for love outside yourself you've gone way too far start within and then let it ripple out into the world because the world needs your light so don't go dark because of something that might have not not have gone right if you ordered a great life know that life knows what it's giving you. So enjoy the meal and then share your wisdom. One love, I'm Queen Divine. And anything you'd like to say as we go out, Kristen? Oh, just thank you so much. And I love all your insights as well. It really helped me, just your thoughts. I can tell you're so deep and so fun. So thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. And one love to all of you. And we're out. Divine, and thank you for listening to today's podcast. The Cure is the Conversation podcast is brought to you by BluntReflections.com, where mental health is the priority because the priority is you and you deserve to be the best version of who you were meant to be. Today's guests share their stories and journeys and their insights in continuing that journey. So be sure to check out any links below if you'd like to continue that path on becoming the best version of you. I myself have been down that road and believe me, it is very difficult sometimes to find the support and information so you can become the best version of you. This is why I created The Cure is Conversation. It will definitely lighten the load so you can see the best way forward. And when you have someone who you can trust or you feel comfortable with to have that conversation with, it is definitely empowering. So please check back weekly where I will feature guests who will help you move forward to becoming the best version of you. Everybody has to earn their crown. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine. Blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation. <laughs>